So do you have the sound on, Cody? What? Do you have the sound on? Yes. No, sound off. Sorry. I thought you said sound off. No, I said... The sound you... is off. Okay. Sound off, Cody. One, two, three, four. Because you said, oh, Jesus, but nothing was happening, so... The picks are happening. I was confused by the picks. Wow. <laughs> are they picking characters? Is that a thing you do? Yeah. They're, ba- they're probably oh. banning a, first. Yeah, there's a pick and ban phase. Oh. So they, so enemy, cool. you ban enemies, and then they ban enemies. So is this like if, like football had this, like people could be like, I'm gonna be this person, but no one can be Tom Brady. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. Tom Brady. Pretty much, yes. Okay. Like if you're playing like fantasy football, think of it in that no. terms. Like, no. I'm picking this wide receiver, but Tom Brady is off the tables. Or okay, no, Tony Romo, he's off the tables. I don't get fantasy football, so. But it's not. That like, isn't how fantasy football works. I was just saying, like, if you were to put okay. it in football yeah, terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, no one can be this character. Yes. yes. This player. Yes. Okay, that's dumb. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm so curious. Now. This is stupid. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I am not the one initiating the conversation. That's you are. the joke. Comedy. <laughs> She should is go to comedy com- school. Yeah, is that comedy or just yes. antagonism? Both. <laughs> yes. God. <laughs> Get fucked, Cody. You're wrong. Uh, welcome to Chess Talk, episode 212. Hello. Cody and Brittany here. Hi. And Chloe, trying to not fall asleep, but is failing at that. Uh, Rob and Madeline are remote. Howdy. Hi. Uh, so this is the new core group right now. We're going to be talking about some TV shows. And I think that's it. And some uh, corporate drama. That's pretty <laughs> much it. Yeah. You don't remember? I don't know. Probably. You How will. have your guys' week been, Rob and Madeline? Anything fun? Oh, well, yeah. We went fishing, but we didn't catch anything. So we're going to go um, fishing again for salmon on Thursday. Where at? The Puyallup River. Hmm. Yeah. We're going to take a day off. We're going to go yeah. fishing for six or so hours, try to get some salmon. Yes. Nice. What's the weather like up there right now? Mm, 70s. Yeah. yeah. It, like, it gets it's like nice. 50s in the morning, 50s to 60s, and then it's like 70 to 78 in the day. Yeah. That it, sounds it, it, so nice. Some days it gets up to 90, which is rough. Um, but <laughs> it, It's humid. Yeah. It's humid, and then also no, having no AC in the afternoon makes it kind of rough when mm-hmm. you come over like, oh, this, is, this, this blows. Is there AC in the at your work? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Yeah. I, no, they're just like you're gonna sweat it out, boy. <laughs> yeah. No. The quicker you finish your work, the quicker you can go home. <laughs> Starbucks don't have that much money. We're not mm-hmm. doing that great. Our, our our comps just aren't covering the AC bill anymore. It's <laughs> yeah. <just> like, <laughs> sorry guys. Our yeah. stocks aren't triple digits yet. We can't afford <laughs> AC. That's right. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, it's. Yeah, it's really Oh yes, my first beer came out, and I technically Nearly made exploded beer. Exploded in his face. Mm. <laughs> no, one so of us did. Very excited. So yes. successful. It, yes. w- it is beer. Um, Tastes like beer. I wouldn't give it to anybody to drink. Um, you can try it when you come visit. It's non-alcoholic beer. It's basically non-alcoholic yeah. beer. I think uh, better than O'Doul's. I think yes, yeah, better than O'Doul's. Got some nice <laughs> That's not uh, saying a- much. aroma. <laughs> um, it's got some good flavor, but there's literally like it tastes like I finished the wort. And then instantly fermented, and I had no alcohol content. So, and it's also super carbonated. So I use swivel top <laughs> bottles. And the first one I did, I also post the video of it when I crop off the end. 
Uh, it literally popped open, really satisfying, like gas came out, and it was like really nice sound, and immediately started overflowing as all the uh, <laughs> carbon dioxide started uh, coming out of solution. So that was fun. Uh, and then emptying them all exploded all over my face, and I had like just the nasty, like acrid beer smell. So that, that was fun. Because mm-hmm. it got uh, like in your mustache, I'm sure, so you were just smelling it oh, all day. Oh, yeah. I, I tried to rinse yeah. my face off, I got on my glasses. But uh, yeah, that was, I think that's, do you anything else? <laughs> Uh, that sounds nice. Yeah, yeah that was a nice weekend. Uh, Rob and I are playing chess for anyone that is listening for the first time. But what did you guys do this weekend? Yeah. Uh, worked. We mm-hmm. left Chloe alone for the first time mm-hmm. this week, and we were paranoid about it. Do you want to? So, spoilers, more dog talk for what? all you listeners. Surprise. Um, weird. Weird. Yeah, as we're essentially new parents trying to figure out how this thing works. Ooh, I got like really uncomfortable. Me saying that? Yeah. Yeah, get over it. Uh, so we left her because we went to do bar trivia for the first time in a couple of weeks, uh, mm-hmm. Wednesday night. So we took her to the park after work, got her real nice and tired, and then we got all of our things ready, and she was uh, drinking water, and then we just left. Like while she was drinking. <laughs> and poof, they're like gone. there's a better way of handling that. Because you're supposed to just make it as non-event full as possible oh yeah yeah like you're just supposed to make it not a big deal you're not supposed to say a big goodbye and give a bunch of pets and kisses and stuff and so we had all of our things ready and she was just focused on drinking water and so we just left and Brittany felt so terrible yeah because what was your analogy it's like if you're a kid and you're like at the dinner table eating dinner and you're just focused on eating and then like you look up and your parents are gone <laughs> and they didn't say a fucking word to you <laughs> That's the way it felt from the other side. Like, we just were just like, fuck off, kid. You're on your own. <laughs> we're going to go to the bar and drink. See you later. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Uh, I've definitely, like, woken up from naps as a kid, and my parents were just gone. Yeah. And they didn't say anything or leave a note. Well, that's pretty shitty. That's fine. So we did that I this turned week. out great. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> but, so we were gone for about like two, two hours. hours. And we came back. She hadn't chewed on anything that were... We accidentally left some cables out, like our uh, PS3 controller cable was just mm. left on the floor. Didn't chew it. No accidents. Nothing was chewed on the carpet. I think so. she just slept the whole time. Yeah, we're pretty sure because we took her to the park. Literally, we were at the park for like an hour and some change before we left. Mm-hmm. And so she was tired. And so she was totally good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we took her to the vet today. Mm. Her first vet visit. Mm-hmm. She did great. She was... Very sweet to the technician and to the doctor and just let them do their thing. She got a flu shot, hmm. just didn't whine or growl at all when she got pricked. She just kind of like looked over and, and was like, like, what? what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? But, she, but she, then she just laid back down. She's mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, what the fuck ever. You're mm-hmm. petting me. <laughs> Once again, proving to everyone that she is the sweetest dog. Yeah, no, even the doctor was like, you're such a good husky. Like, why are you so calm? <laughs> yeah. You're not supposed to be. Well, so. no, I understand what you guys were meaning because I didn't. I mean, I've never really been around huskies. And um, the other day I was walking pesto and there's a like reddish and white husky puppy. Ooh, yeah, well, it's probably like copper. eight months old. It literally was like going, oh, 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 like at this other <laughs> little dog for like 10 minutes. And I was just watching it. And I was like, oh, that must have been what they were talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, she gets excited uh, when she sees other dogs, but like mm-hmm. she'll bark like once or twice and then she'll whine for a little bit mm-hmm. and then she's fine. Sometimes. Well, I mean, like, if we keep, if we're walking her and stuff, like, we Mm -hmm. walk away from the dog, she, like, forgets about it Mm -hmm. pretty shortly after. Yeah. She's chill. 
Yeah, nice. and I mean, the after we got the flu shot, the doctor was like, so if she's tired tonight, you know, don't be alarmed. And inside, we were both just like, oh, thank God, she's going to be tired tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's now asleep again in the room. <laughs> Darn. Yeah. I, I think she likes having white noise, because when I bring her to work and stuff, and like, if me and uh, Carlo or Alex are talking, like, she just falls right asleep, mm-hmm. even if someone, like, comes up and pet her. Like, she just likes hearing people talking, I yeah. think. Well, that's so. like, um, I feel like our pesto is like that too, because Robert will put on like uh, classical music when, I've been um, it too. yeah, like he puts on music when we leave and the dog seems more, I mean, we do have the camera, so sometimes we can check in on him and he does seem more calm when like there's some sort of background noise. Yeah. I've been thinking about doing that too. Just putting on like some, like the 24 seven chill beats music mm-hmm. or like <laughs> just some sort of like calm, like yeah. one of those podcasts that you can like fall asleep to or whatever, like yeah. putting that on yeah. might help her. Yeah so yeah so yeah i mean that's been our week just kind of i finally played a game i think for the first time since we got her yeah i was playing bioshock earlier i saw that yeah Uh, i'm almost done with it i think so i'm excited to finish that up and potentially start bloodborne next finally when did you get that for me christmas yes so i'll play it this year that's fine (laughs) did you finish kingdom hearts 3 yet that I got you? No. Okay. I went to a baby shower yesterday. Oh. I hate baby showers. I do too. You, just, you hate babies. Yeah. <laughs> that too. Yeah, just stop the sentence there. There was a point, because I went, it was like one of my childhood friends, her older sister's having twins, and I was there with my mom and my sister and my friend, and we just spent the whole time talking about how much we all hate babies, except my mom, and then at one point we started talking about like murder and this woman that like drowned her children and Ted Bundy. It was a great, it was a great time. Definitely wasn't a baby shower conversation, but baby showers are dumb. They make you sniff chocolate bars and diapers. I know. And then like the gender reveal parties are ridiculous, and they're so shitty. <laughs> what is so funny? It's oh. oh, you yeah. beat him already? <laughs> yeah. How? He's just maneuvered in it such was a that way. fourth beer. <laughs> I'm about to get my fourth beer. So oh. <laughs> after that, let's yeah. play. A, why don't you guys play another game? Should we switch to checkers? Yeah. Oh, What's with you and checkers? Stop it! It's not checkers. <laughs> Yellow is a similar looking board. But it's totally She's not different. It's the same She's board, just little black and red pieces. God. I mean, she's not like in a literal sense. She's hundred percent accurate. You can start your own Checkers Talk podcast. Is there, is there a lie checkers? <laughs> lie checkers. No, there isn't because that'd be stupid. Oh, You're there stupid. is. <laughs> there's, there's discussion asking for lie checkers <laughs> on lie chess. Uh, see, there's a discussion, but there isn't an actual website. No one's actually Because they know it's going to beat it. the chess one. No, because they, they know it's garbage. You're garbage. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Do they have so... live Penta? Wait, what? What is that? What? Never mind. I can't hear you. No, I literally can't hear you. Penta. What is p- penta? What is Penta? Yeah. Oh, it's that game your dad and I played. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> did you have to? Did you have to beat her dad before you could ask her to marry you? <laughs> that wasn't yeah. gonna happen. He was. We, that's he very was, standard. He was really good at that game. I was not gonna be beating him anytime soon. <laughs> that's, having never. That's why it, it took so long. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to beat my dad at poker. Fuck. <laughs> Rip. Who says I haven't been playing him every week for the past year? Because I fucking know you. (laughs) Fuck off. So now that the boring stuff's out of the way, Rob's already beat me. It's my turn. (laughs) To lose again. 
think. Come yeah, on. You're white. What kind of beer are you having? That's a real uh, question. Just Blue Moon. We got, there's like the variety pack at Costco. Mm. Oh, yeah, I had a Blue Moon in I'm a having a bad beat. Yes. No. Bluffing isn't vice. Because I want the Blue Moon to last more than a week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It's Blue Moon. <laughs> yeah, we got it to drink it. Hmm. Sounds like Robert. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, in the past week or so, there have been some changes in the Disney monopoly, the talks of losing Spider-Man because they spun it as Sony pulls out of the deal with Disney, and then it came out that they had a 95-5 split in favor of Sony, I believe, Yes. and then Disney countered and said, oh, wait. We want a 50-50 split. And Sony was like, eh. Well, 50-50, but they would finance half as well. Yeah, but still Sony was like, eh, we don't we don't want to. And so then Disney is now trying to control the narrative and say, like, oh, Sony's pulling out of the deal when really it's just Disney's being super greedy. And I think the best way I've seen this described in a meme, of course, of course. is a SpongeBob <laughs> meme when... Uh, spongebob and patrick are uh trying to eat uh candy bars i can't remember and spongebob eats patrick's candy bar and he's like that was my last candy bar and now i'm gonna starve and it's just him and he's super obese and stuff and it shows disney and they have like marvel fox star wars just all the different brands and stuff mm -hmm. and sony just took spider-man oh. away from them <laughs> you remember now i'm gonna starve i saw that one <laughs> yeah uh, let me find let me find that one i'll post it in the channel uh, that was, yeah, I, I think it's, it's interesting, um, that Disney tried to pull that shit. Cause like it worked for a second. It's like, oh, God damn it. Sony's going to like, just totally screw up the MCU and all stuff. And then I'm like, oh no, no, no. The mouse is being greedy. Never mind. Fuck yes. the mouse. <laughs> it's, don't it's, fuck mice. Uh, we also, don't condone that. Also that it just, it sucks because Disney, I think is going to lose here. Like this is not going to make them look good. No, it already isn't. Like, people are already, like, backfiring against them. They're like, oh, yeah, you're being super shitty. Like, just stick with what you had and what was working. Do you think if they totally pull out of this, will they be able to keep Tom Holland or no? No, Tom Holland, he... he's with Sony. He's not on uh, MCU at all. Or, uh, Disney's, so, uh, so they could continue making Spider-Man movies starring Tom Holland. Yep. But would they be able to follow the same storyline, or would they have to start a different story? The the movies that have come out that have not been Marvel movies Avengers. have been Sony Pictures. So Sony Pictures owns all of the storylines they've worked on. Kevin Feige has worked kind of uh, uncredited with Sony to build out the first two movies and also kind of keep the narrative for the overarching uh, phase or year, year or generation one, I guess you want to call it, um, up until Spider uh, Iron Man's demise and that whole thing. So they own all the films that they've made, they don't own anything in the MCU, but realistically nothing as value of value is there. It's just Spider-Man. And the, it really, it was an agreement that they could use the Spider-Man character in their films and they could have some creative control on the individual films. So, so they could continue on with the far from home storyline and just yep. lose out on the little references that they could take from the Avengers and civil war movies that he was in. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping that this doesn't isn't the case. I think there's a lot of a lot of flexibility if they could ink a better deal between the two companies, because Kevin Feige also worked on Venom, 
And Venom was garbage, and I think it's because he didn't have enough control. I think Sony didn't know what they're doing. But, but yeah, the I, second I, one, it's gonna yeah. be great. I'm hoping it's better. I mean, it can only go. It, it, Venom wasn't a terrible movie. It was definitely better than a lot of the other attempts at Marvel characters in the more recent years, like Fan But like, wasn't it just like painfully average? It was, but that is because Marvel has raised the bar so high. Everything else hasn't quite reached. That. I mean, let's let's be realistic here. The uh, DCEU has been pretty much garbage after yeah. um, Nolan's kind of foray. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's hard to say if it was actually that bad or just because Marvel has done so well. Um, that being said, it we're at, we're here now and it looks like we're not going to see Spider-Man in the MCU, which sucks. But eh. money, money, if, right? As long as they don't change from Tom Holland, I think I'll be okay with it. Because yeah, really, I don't like, think they will. really, it's cool that he shows up in Avengers. I think he has great chemistry, but ultimately, it's just keeping him as Spider-Man. I think is what's the most important he, thing. He has a. I see. I, I. It was weird that it came out yesterday or earlier today that um, Kevin Feige and Tom Holland both said that he's not going to be in the MCU because I wasn't sure that the deal was complete because um, it sounded like Holland had multiple pictures still on his contract. Mm-hmm. And it sounded like some of those were going to be Avengers film. So there may be a scenario that officially they have no ongoing contract, but he's still obligated to appear in other films with um, Sony and Marvel kind of working together. But that that remains to be seen. And as, as far as I know, he still is on, on the hook for at least I think, two more films. Yeah, because so. I wouldn't be surprised if like initially with that contract, it was, okay, you get another um, Avengers movie and then another standalone and that's it. And then we'll renew the contract after the fact. But now it's up in the air, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, time will tell. I mean, the, the phase phase four slash phase five is already pretty much outlined. Yeah, um, and so we have a lot. There's a ton of material coming out in the MCU. I wonder, and this is just total speculation. I wonder if um, Disney is being so bold because they have the Disney Plus streaming service, and they're getting so much buzz about all the different shows coming to it, like the new Kenobi show that just got announced. Is it a show just, or a movie? It's a show. Kenobi. Oh, shit. Oh, you're uh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Moon Knight, they just announced. And I know uh, hardcore Marvel fans are super excited about that. I know the Nofa show. Uh, like, originally when they started the Nofa show, like, they were talking about shows or movies they wish they would see. And Moon Knight was one of them. And then The Mandalorian. There's a lot of hype coming out around that. So I wonder if Disney is really, like, doubling down on this greed because they're like we can get away with anything, like, you're gonna just accept this deal. Yeah, I mean, it could just be, like, trying to pull some big dick plays because they've had so much power for so long. Like, who's really gonna oppose them? Like, they're a juggernaut in the in the film and TV space now. They own so much. And I think it's cool that Sony did stand up and be like, no, fuck off. Like, we know Spider-Man is important, and if we, like, let this... the percentage drop down that low like it's going to be worse for us and so they know like this is a huge character you can't just take it from us yeah and i, I think sony making a stand there is probably the most important thing because then, then that kind of puts them back in their place and i think it's the most important thing for any other prospective person that want to works with work with them for a film or a franchise deal or whatever else so i mean so, i think i think the, the first steps to the point we're at now was with netflix and kind of losing losing all of those um uh, shows so like uh, jessica jones uh, iron fist um yeah. Luke cage 
So yeah. that, that was just the first steps to kind of what we're seeing now. But I mean, we can, we can keep talking about it, but I think it, it, ultimately we have to wait and see what really happens with um, Sony and Disney and really kind of the extent at which don't uh, Disney's going to try to exert uh, power over other, other groups. Yeah, see how much they're willing to, how aggressive they're willing to be, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Madeline or Brittany, any thoughts on this whole debacle? I just don't understand at what point. I know it was a while ago, but who thought it was a good idea to just start selling different Marvel properties to different well, this companies? Was early 2000s. Yeah, no, I know no, it was no. then. Earlier, earlier than that. Was it the it was 90s? The, it was the 80s. Um, oh, Marvel wow. was doing really badly. Yes. And they started okay. selling off properties as TV and movie rights um, to kind of get some money to, you yeah. know, you know, to keep being the, a company, get, get the, get the yeah. paddles on the company. Like, <laughs> Hey, we're going down. We need, we need some infusion here <laughs> to keep the AC um, running in their corporate offices. Exactly. <laughs> I um, just want to know. Yeah. That's, that's really what, it, at it just what basically... point. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. That's just, it, they did that. And then the reason why Sony has some of the properties, why Marvel is now an entity again and, and got bought by Disney is because everything's got bought and sold so much. Like there was a bunch of eighties movies that got made, um, there was like the were... 80s live action TV show with uh, Hulk with Luke yeah. Rigno and then like yep. Thor made appearances yep. and stuff like that. And then they, they did some other films as well. Um, so they just got bounced around a lot. That's how in the 2000s, which Cody was alluding to, you had a lot of fragmented Marvel properties across multiple different production studios. Uh, you had the, the X-Men, Fantastic X-Men, Four. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because X-Men and Fantastic Four with Fox, they got them and then... Sony got Spider-Man, which is, like, the number one Marvel mm-hmm. uh, franchise. And so that's why when that MCU officially started, that's where they were like, okay, let's go with this C character, Iron Man. Yeah. 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 I had this Super Nintendo game from the 90s that was, like, an X-Men Spider-Man game. So did Nintendo own them at one point? No. They, or they probably just, had just like, paid for licensing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How that works is generally the company that owns the rights to the, the character will license it out for like merchandise or games and they will get a percentage of the royalties on that property but those so the companies that own the ip of like the comic characters that's who would get licensed through things like movies are a different type of licensing agreement Mm -hmm. that um, they can go through to make films but they actually own that you should get into a licensing legal field yeah that's a good idea yeah (laughs) That would make your head hurt. Corporate, corporate. Uh, it can't uh, be worse than tax law. No, probably. Well, I mean that's part of it. Yeah, it is a function. Madeline, how do you feel? Yeah, I, cause I had asked, I asked Rob the same question that Brittany. I'm like, I don't understand why, like, why, why did it, why was, issue? why was Sony allowed to buy Spider-Man if like they're putting him in Marvel? And he explained that you know, like, whenever back when they sold off everything. So I'm like, this that's is cool. all like mm-hmm. the yeah. fallout from decades of decisions. I think my biggest yeah. like confusion is when this cultural shift happened that suddenly marvel properties were fun again and people cared about them and marvel became profitable was it because robert downey jr was so charming and it kind of sparked everything i think it's complex though like i don't think it's just rdj i think we we had that with um the fantastic four with chris evans as you know um johnny johnny oh shit what is his name johnny blaze like that was the first one was a good movie the second one pretty shit um, but you it had was, the second the one o- was okay. You had Silver Surfer. That, like that was an interesting character to introduce. 
it was the the movie itself was garbage. The the the, the plot was interesting, um, but like Spider Man with uh, the the OG Raimi trilogy, like that's really what set it on fire. Um, and then you had the Edward Norton Hulk, which is arguably the first film in the MCU, but Tony Disney will never acknowledge that. Neither will Marvel. I thought they came and, out after Iron Man. No. Uh, it technically okay. came out a month after Iron Man. So how was like that, that technically the first? Because it was the it second. started it, it was made I think it was it started first. It was like production started first on that film. I don't and, give a shit when production starts. But it's it was te- I think technically a sequel to the previous one with No, it wasn't. What, what was his name? No, it wasn't a sequel because they had to redo the entire origin story in the credits. Does oh, it oh. matter? Anyways, it, I think the, all those little little threads that that like started it kind of ramped up really fast with and then Robert Downey Jr. I think really kind of the gas was there, and he was the, just the match to kind of blow it up. Okay. It was he, the, he became the, face. the whole package. Mm-hmm. So for Marvel Talk, uh, I think we're yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this. I was surprised this topic lasts that long, so we can yeah. move on. Yeah. Uh, if you guys well, are ready. One thing I'll say, I am glad that Sony gave the finger to Disney and said, yes. like, no. Yeah. <laughs> to, I think, the, yeah. I think most people are in that side where they're like good someone is finally standing up to disney and they're not letting this monopoly grow even larger i like the mouse i'm in oh hey speaking of which they have a uh, lady in the tramp trailer out for disney streaming y'all want to check it out it's out there is this a live action lady in the tramp <laughs> you <laughs> bet your ass it is oh my dog. god <laughs> it's dogs it's li- oh god i'm so angry that they're making these stupid films they now. gotta compete with cats they know it's gonna be a smash in the blockbusters so they're like we need live action dogs oh my god, now that we Judy have Dench the fucking regal shit i want to see cats because we're <laughs> no. not paying for it at that point but that we are we're paying it in the hours of our life that we are not getting back from watching that garbage. I don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, I could say the same about esports. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not dead. paying for Okay, I'm looking e-sports. at the thumbnail of this Lady in the Tramp video. It looks like Uncanny Valley CGI. Well, it's like it does Lion not King. look like live action. It's probably the same as like Lion King. where it's Li- like, Okay, yeah. hot take. Lion King was not live action. There was one fi- scene in that film that was live action. But they, Everything like, else was CGI made it like lions and stuff and they just it's still, but it's CGI. still like cgi them to be real it's still cgi they're not real yeah i, can't, not I can't like it it's... let's get off the mouse <laughs> get on the i want to talk about serial killers okay <laughs> what Mine else Hunter. is new i remember so this is a really dumb anecdote um when cody and i first started dating he was in college and was taking a communications class and he had to do a speech, and he chose to do yeah. his on serial killers. Yeah. And this was really weird for me at the, like, the start of our relationship. And I was, like, critiquing him, and, like, the only thing I really said was, like, I just think it's a weird topic that you're choosing. And you were really upset with me for saying that. Yeah. I'm I mean, sorry. I made def- you feel really, like, uncomfortable. In my defense, my communications teacher loved the topic. and she it's was interesting. She was I was very... just like, is this what you want people to think that you're really yeah. interested in? I don't give a shit. I don't remember anyone's name in that class. Good. Okay. Sorry. Small anecdote. I just wanted Serial to. Serial Killers, Mindhunter, Season 2, out now. <laughs> Starring. Out now. Cody. Uh, so we watched. Na- name one of the actors in the film. What They're film? in the show. In the show. Sorry. <laughs> Can you name one of them? Because I cannot name any of them. The actors? Uh, something Groff. Jonathan Groff. Uh-huh. So I was like Holden the... Ford, Bill Tench, <laughs> Holt McElhaney, huh? Holt McElhaney. Okay, that's his name. Anyways, Holt. I got this. Spoilers. Look, Spo- ch- fact check me, Rob. I am. Hold on, I've got it. Okay. 
Holt McElhaney, and was the other one? Jonathan Groff? Yeah. You you are correct on both counts. Good job. Thank you. Woo woo. I knew I knew I knew I recognized Anna Torv and then Michael Cerveris because they both were in Fringe. Is yeah. she Wendy? She's the she's a psychologist, yeah. Wendy Carr. Wendy Carr. Yeah. And then and then Michael Cerveris is their new uh, overseer of the behavioral sciences. Spoilers. Mine oh, Hunter. Episodes one through three. That's all we're talking about this week. Oh, oh wait, three. We didn't watch yeah, three. We watched watch two. They didn't you watch three. One, you said one and two. We were, it was one and two in the message, and you said yes. Mm. What? I swear it was three. One and mm. two. Fake news. Okay, fake. Because t- we would have watched. I would have watched three. I was like, I want to take it slow. I want to keep pace. Of, yeah, we had podcast. to go. I was like, let's watch another episode. No, we have to go slow. We have to go slow. Because <laughs> we always end up watching it out of parody, and then we're always like, <laughs> I forget what's going on. That is true. Because like with The Handmaid's Tale, I was like, I didn't finish it. I don't think I finished it. I was like, oh no, wait, I did finish it. I think what happened is I just briefly glanced it, and like the way the message was sent was that it was episodes one and two, and the line beneath it said uh, Handmaid's Tale season, season three. three. Okay. And so I saw three, and so I was like, okay, one, two, and three. Nah. That, that 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 makes sense actually. So, just don't talk about season three or episode Fuck. three. <laughs> Spoilers. I know, I know. Settle down. These, uh, these serial killers murdered people. Oh fuck! No way. I just gotta look shit. at the synopsises of the first two episodes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. Damn. Three is fun. Uh. So spoilers. <laughs> Check it out. If you haven't seen the first season that came out two years ago, uh, it's great. When we watched the recap of it, and after it ended, Brittany was like, I don't remember any of that. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. I. The thing I like about this show, I'm just going to start with, is that it's not like a dramatic, epic story like, you know, Game of Thrones was, like, where you remember everything that's been happening, you've been waiting. It's just like a really, like, slow, interesting conversation. Yes. It's not like it's very, I don't want to say it's not plot important, but it kind of isn't. Yeah. Like, if you just get, like, a vague description of the plot and you watch season two, you'd be able to catch up on it. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it's important to watch the first season and to see, like, the character interactions and how they develop and stuff like that. But ultimately, if you know, like, okay, this is this new organization uh, within the FBI that is being built trying to track serial killers and they are having internal issues at the start of the season. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I can see where this is going. Agreed. I think, I think, I, I, I do think it's important to pay attention to the threads with the characters themselves but i feel like they're it, it's more like um what's, what's a good term for it not quite an easter egg but like when they have like args for different games or movies where you can like do the extra work um if you pay attention to the characters kind of overall like uh story it's more fun but you could literally just watch it just to, to see the reenactments of the different characters that are portrayed that are real life counterparts are in jail is the more interesting part and how well they kind of match the real world interactions with um the original tapes by these two guys yes. i think that's really fun uh, yeah that's definitely a big part of season one just seeing ed kemper and they continue that in season two with um Santa Sam. What's the actual Berkowitz. Guy? Berkowitz, yes. I think when I saw him, I was like, oh shit, that's like him. Like yeah. the actor that plays him, like that looks just like him. Yeah. A lot of prosthetics though. A lot of prosthetics yeah. on that guy. He, yeah. he looked like he had a lot of like surgery done, like mm-hmm. plastic surgery done on his like cheekbones and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But still just very, uh, this show is just such 
well cast well shot i think the director is great david fincher he directed social network and he did a bunch of other things that you looked up girl right? with like, a dragon tattoo yep. he, he has a long list of just very critically acclaimed movies i believe so yeah. just, he knows what he's doing and it shows and i know the creator he also was the creator behind the movie the road so he also has like he has his roots in these darker more um depraved i guess shows and ideas so i think that definitely shows in um this show it shows in the show it shows in the show i really like uh how they touch on uh holden in these first two episodes with his coming to terms with his new uh panic attack Mm -hmm. syndrome and just how he reacts because i believe episode two it ends with him having a panic attack after being confronted by boss and like as someone that has panic attacks i was like fuck i don't like watching this i was like this is very uncomfortable because like i totally get that Mm -hmm. so i think it's very interesting seeing how he is trying to be so cocksure still but ultimately he has this vulnerability where Mm -hmm. like if he gets too involved in something and too worked up like he becomes essentially like immobile for minutes at a time i think it's a matter of that and also i feel like when he feels intimidated by someone Mm -hmm. he gets very freaked out because Mm -hmm. it's just like when you know like i don't have a way out of this like this isn't playing out how i thought it would in my head and like like, when he went to see kemper and then he got hugged yeah like what the fuck but it's also like with the kemper scene specifically it's like kemper had this whole speech about how vulnerable holden is and how he could easily kill him and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden he hugs him and like he can tell like fuck i could die right here Mm -hmm. yeah that's what triggers it for him yeah so i really like holden's character and i know uh britney you are thinking that they're alluding to him becoming some sort of i don't know i feel like he has that i feel like he has these weird personality traits that tend to lean towards more um sociopathic i was gonna say autistic well yeah which like i'm not saying that anyone who's autistic is a serial killer i'm just saying like when you're so involved in something you're studying i feel like you tend to like adapt certain traits that are unintentional mm-hmm. yeah if that, if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah i got something similar from that i thought like from what i got from him having that panic attack with kemper is because he was he was he's been like relating to these people and like so he had this panic attack like oh my god like what because i mean there are people out there that could be serial killers right they talk about like sociopaths but they choose other routes of and other like outlets um like they're you know surgeons um (laughs) doctors CEOs. yeah yeah exactly and so that's what i got from that is that he kind of saw inside himself like oh shit like i could be him yeah and so it like yeah yeah and so it put him into that panic attack I did enjoy the um, kind of the allegory um, when oh my god I can't think of the the older guy's name. Um, they're doing the barbecue tench when they're in the barbecue. I think it's the first episode, and he's talking. These two dudes come over and he's talking about like doing some you work in his yard or something else. And they, these two guys start talking about like kind of the shit that he's seen as a behavioral. Um, um, yeah, BSU and FBI, and his wife specifically was like, "Don't talk about work." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and these guys are basically like prodding him for like yes. every detail for as viscerally disgusting as they could they could potentially be because they have no idea. And I thought it was an interesting allegory to kind of like news media in that time where it became very much about reporting on um, the terrible, terrible things that happen in society for the for the the betterment of viewership. 
and it kind of it spoke to me as like this is the kind of what they're getting at with that little scene is that we kind of became ravenous for just any little bit of information for us regardless of how bad it could be yeah. and it's sensationalist mm-hmm. exactly those kinds of stories like it intrigues them because of how mm-hmm. outlandish it is and how they've never dealt with something like that in their world mm-hmm. and like they want to know more because it's just they're so curious about it even yeah. if it's as morbid as it is like that's the entire thing about serial killers it's, yeah. like, it's so morbid and like you can't fathom people like this exist and so you yeah. want to learn more about it yep, yep. 100%. that's why women love true crime mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah exactly I, I think it's good i think it's good i think you guys are talking about really good interesting points with um um the other guy not tench holden's um, kind of holden's weird behavioral stuff but i, I did like the, the tension between i think his name is smith or smitty greg Greg, Greg, yeah. Greg with yeah. two G's. Fuck yeah. him. Two, yeah. Fuck um, your parents. The, the tension yeah. um, before their their former boss was like, uh, you know, quote step down. Um, mm-hmm. That was very interesting and in kind of how they trusted him not to be a shit shithead, and then you told it was a shithead and just kind of threw him under the bus. That was interesting uh, because it seemed to conflict with their goals as a unit, but was ultimately the quote correct thing to do. But they didn't really resolve that, more or less, other than saying, don't fucking do it again. Yeah, um, I, I definitely think lame. there is, like, this wedge between them now, and that is definitely going to come into play. Like, there is this... I think that there is some... Uh, definitely with Holden, there is mm-hmm. a distrust of Greg. I think it's, like, knows. a mild distrust. I, f- I actually enjoyed the way that they handled that, where yeah. they just, like, addressed it right away, and they decided they're all going to be adults. And, like, to me, that was their way of telling the viewers of this show, like... We're not going to go for the petty drama. Like, we care more about the study. But I think that Holden is different, and he is going to take that to heart, and he is going to remember this, because he even said, like, we now know Greg's uh, morality limit, or whatever he called mm-hmm. it. Like, we know if we need to do something like this, we can't go to Greg. Mm. So even if it's not, like, going to be this overarching plot point, mm-hmm. it is now in Holden's mind. Like, okay, yeah. Greg isn't cut out to do what needs to be done to get the results that we want mm-hmm. yeah yep. that's that's a good point yeah yeah Let's see what else what other fun things happen in the second episode uh there are I, I can't remember if it happens in episode three i don't know if it's a super spoiler but it's um i could i'll start talking about it and if you guys think it's a spoiler <laughs> let me know do you want to just like mute yourself and tell me what you want to talk about well it, because it, it it's not anything like a specific scene or anything it's just like their discussion and like knowing real life events it is very intriguing that's so vague i don't know. i know could you tell me less i think that might help me get there because it's about btk <laughs> and their interviews with i think it's after episode like after berkowitz and things like that after yeah. they talk about berkowitz and they have a meeting yeah and they're trying to talk about like the uh, profile of the btk killer yeah and they get this profile based off of berkowitz and it's totally off yeah they're like this guy is probably late 20s early 30s he can't hold a job if it's not a menial job he can't mm-hmm. hold a relationship he probably doesn't have one but it's just like the dramatic irony of like you're completely wrong yeah. and that's what leads to the btk killer not being found mm-hmm. until he fucks up in the early 2000s yeah and so i just think it's so interesting that they just they decided to include the btk as like this integral part yeah. of the season and just showing like it's their... probably because he doesn't fit their mold of what they're exactly. studying it's because it's such a new thing for them to be studying mm-hmm. and they don't know but they are so confident in it 
and like you're just they think they have they're more advanced in this speculation than they are mm-hmm. and it's just yeah. the hubris that they should have yeah. That's all. I just thought it was a very interesting scene. And yeah. I, I can't remember if that's episode two or episode three. Sorry. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I don't remember that in episode two, so it might be episode three. Okay. But it's not, yeah. but it's it's not, not a It's not a huge spoiler. Like, it's not even, like, a huge scene. Like, I think it lasts for maybe a minute or two, so. Yeah. yeah. But I just, I took away a lot from it. That's yeah. all. They have their, like, classifications about, like. Disorganized. Disorganized versus organized. Before the crime, after the crime. The way they're acting. Like, I feel like they have it broken down. All these categories. And they're still, like open to learning like different ways to classify people but i think car is more open to it yeah but like i think they're still like focused on this one like way of thinking about it where i think it's definitely tension holden or ford are very like focused like no we already got to figure it out like Mm -hmm. they fall into these categories where car is trying to expand on it yeah it's interesting yeah it's In the first couple of episodes, there was a lot of, like, changes in the story and these characters and just their mythologies that I think is very intriguing. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, really good so far. Like I said, I think Holden is um, having a lot of internal issues. And I thought it was really um, a big point when he went and talked to Olivia. What's her name in the show? Uh, Wendy Carr. Wendy, yeah. Wendy. When Olivia had the one-on-one yeah. to tell her, like... Yeah, hey, I, I have this. Can I talk to you when I need to? Yeah. Yeah. And I thought because that I mean, that would be a really tough like that would be a very um, difficult point to get to and to like reach out to someone, especially when they've kind of had an on and off relationship. Yeah, I think so, they've um, been definitely like at each other's throats for a yeah. bit now. Yeah. Hit and him. then I just thought it was funny that she was like half interested and more staring at the girl at the bar. Yeah, that was that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they're kind of exp- they're they're opening up the character of season two, kind of like there's more to them than just yes. like their job. Yeah, yeah. So. I this is definitely a contender for show of the year. I think just off the first couple episodes, off of how good the first season was and how this doesn't seem like it's declining in that sense. Like yeah. it yeah. is continuing that trend. So this is definitely just at least so far like nine out of ten show. I'm waiting to see where they go, uh, but just based on that, like yeah, it's contender for show of the year for me. I think it's good. There's some other another show we started watching recently that I want to kind of maybe get your guys to take a start watching. Um, yeah, I think it's it's a very solid 2019 show of the year entry. I think it's it's done a great job so far, and I'm interested to see kind of where they take it from here. What story they're trying to tell, like if they're if it's really just going to be more like fictional, or if they're gonna or sorry non-fictional, or if they're gonna try and like add their own co- sort of spin on this. Uh, BSU. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because they could do pretty much anything. I want to know what, like, the trajectory of the show is. What's where, their where goal, they... like, post-season two? Like, That's what I'm saying, yeah. Do they have a plot point they want to reach? Or if mm. this is it. Yeah. yeah. Do they have a season three planned, or is it still kind of just something? I don't know, because I don't know if they... They waited for, like, at least a month after <laughs> the first season aired before they announced it, I think. Like, yeah. If not more than a month like it was yeah. a little bit before they were like oh yeah it's getting a season two mm-hmm. so i i have well, no idea well realistically also fincher was still working on um blade runner stuff so i think that might have been a impact on whether or not they could have started it sooner rather than later right so i didn't realize how much more he had done yeah he has he a did very fight club and seven he has a lot of yeah he's done some shit he's very good mm-hmm He's done the movie things. 
Okay. So we good to wrap up on that? Yeah, I think yes. it's I think we got a good coverage uh on that guy. Good show, okay. you should watch it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Watch TLDR. One, watch the show. Two. Yes. Please watch. Watch watch good. Watch it mm -hmm. so we can have more seasons. Yes. Just let it play in the background if you don't care. Exactly. Yeah. Like you watch the office, just put this guy on. Yeah. Yeah, this, this intro isn't super creepy or anything. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, just cover your eyes. It could yeah. be worse. It could be worse. Uh, so, we're going to move on. Last topic of the episode, Handmaid's Tale, season three. Uh, finally getting there. The season ended a couple weeks ago, but spoilers, if you haven't watched it, <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, from episode five, or episode six Ooh. technically, to the end. Yes, that's why I got the descriptions. Thank you. Like, I don't remember any of that uh, shit. Spoilers, but I think, just off the top, this is a very long-winded show. Yes. I think they don't know what to do with 13 episodes, and mm -hmm. this show would be a lot better if it was cut down to 8 episodes. We've had this sentiment a lot with like the Marvel shows and things like that. Yes. Anytime there's hour-long 13-episode-length shows, it's just, you can tell... You can tell when, like, they run out of ideas. Yeah. They have, like, main plot points they want to get and main, like, morals they want to preach about it, I will say. But, like, they don't know what to do in between, so they just were like, this looks pretty. Elizabeth Moss can make faces. Here you go. End of show. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of... And as someone who's watched it periodically, as Madeline watched it, yeah, that's kind of uh, my, my feeling on it when I come to the room. Like, oh, she's angry. Oh, yep. How many, how many episodes ended with just like a shot of her face? Like every episode. Yeah, yes. I know. There's like, like her they, crazy twitching weird. eye and you're like, they oh. They must have watched Lost and been like, hey, mm -hmm. they cover the face and the eyes a lot. Let's do that. That's going to be our shtick. <laughs> That's symbolism or something. <laughs> yeah, it means something. Whatever. They'll get it. They'll make some weird shit out of it. <sighs> uh, so I think uh, I've liked the seasons less and less yep. as it's gone on. Yeah. I am interested in what's going on, but it's just I know ultimately there is I'm what I'm gathering from the finale and everything, there are no stakes. Uh June is never going to die. Yep. She's I wish always, she would have died. She's always going to get out of it. I think yeah, if she had died, it would be very interesting how yeah. they would handle season four because they were definitely like So yeah. it's just yeah. season three, it just especially the finale, they have yeah. June get shot. The whole build up to her getting shot, they show that she gets shot in the side, mm -hmm. a very critical part, and then she's left overnight in New England in what I'm assuming is winter because you see their breaths in night mm -hmm. or yes. at night. And so it's like, okay, you have a very um, critical place where you got shot. It's the middle of the night and you're just left alone. I know. But it's okay. You survived. Yeah. Because you get shot in the liver, but don't worry, you'll survive. That's what I said. Yeah. I was like, she probably got shot in the liver. Like she should be dead. Like it would have been so, I think, important and such a good symbol and like this martyr mm -hmm. for the handmaids if she had died, yeah. and that could have really sparked. And I think it would have been good for someone like Janine to take over and really be this new symbol mm -hmm. for the handmaids. And they, it's just the writers are scared. Yeah. I mean, the main plot points they're hitting, I'm very satisfied with. I just wish they would get there faster. I want to skip past the obvious, uh, it's too long and nothing happens a lot of the time complaints. You don't, you don't like the waltz scene? The tango? <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. That uh, like I don't minutes. care. Nothing was more satisfying than watching the Waterfords getting arrested. Yeah. That was pretty yeah, lovely. Yeah, that was. I, I did enjoy that. 
Yeah. Fucking finally. Like, Serena thought she had the upper hand, and then yeah. it was just like, oh wait, yeah, no, you're you're still bad. Like mm-hmm. they were in a relationship. It's like, yeah, eh, she was it's, still like, still rape though. Yeah, you were still raping <laughs> her. Cool motive. Still I rape. love that. Put, <laughs> give the baby. Give the baby to her. Put the baby yeah. down. Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. like the one where Fred gets arrested and Serena's just kind of like looking, I'm just like, this is like satisfying kind of, but yeah. she's a bitch too. Yeah. And then when she gets arrested separately, oh, it's just Fuck. like she is so confused and like doesn't get it. And like when uh, she's not confused, she's just straight up in denial about like, her hand and Twello? everything. Tuello. Yeah. Like when he's like, that's still rape. And you could just look at her face and she just doesn't get it yeah it just is and she keeps calling her off red and yeah it's like oh fuck you fuck well and i mean look at all the stuff she did to june like when she was mad at her like locking her upstairs where i mean i don't know she just was an awful person as one of the good things about the season is like really doubling down on like the sympathetic side of serena Mm -hmm. and like you kind of forget about what it was like when june was living with them yeah and then like they reminded you like no she's still yeah massive asshole yes she was still as not not as influential as say uh commander lawrence was in the creation of gilead but she Mm -hmm. was still a big player in it and she is the reason for a lot of the things that are happening yep yep i just have to say this show could have ended in fucking three seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I thought that's uh, what was going to happen. I know. I'm like so annoyed. Like, it's like, how many times is she going to have the opportunity to leave? And then my thing is like, why didn't she shoot the motherfucker? Like, I don't know, 500 feet before she did. Like, until she waits, until he shoots her. And then she's like, oh, no, I guess it had I, to be had cinematic. I know. And- I know. Yeah. Like, the whole time I was like, she has a gun, and she's about to die, and she just isn't going to use it. Yeah, yeah. I know. She and didn't even, hide behind a tree, or I don't know. Even the fucking uh, <laughs> eye, it's just like, you're being pelted by, like, dozens of rocks, and this one handmaid yeah. runs away, and you're like, oh, fuck, uh, I gotta <laughs> get her. Technically, he's a guardian. Huh? Technically, he's a guardian. What the fuck ever. Okay. Yeah, I know. I thought that, too. I'm like, there's, like... 20 plus rocks coming you at one time and one person runs the other way and you're like, oh, oh, she's running. We must get her. She's yeah. the only one there. Must yeah. abandon post. She has like her. 20 arms though. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> clearly it's her. Go, go gadget arm. Yeah. I hope yeah. there's just one more season and they just kind of wrap everything and it's up. three episodes. <laughs> it's just a movie. <laughs> like six. Like a good solid six episode final season to just. Yeah wrap up everything yes. i think if all the seasons were eight episodes up that'd be much better pace because like emily i'm super invested in emily's story and she had a lot going on in the first couple episodes and then she just dropped off yeah, yeah. that's fucking oh and then like luke and they made luke to be this important person and then like he just disappears for the second half of the show they have and this like, really great like canada storyline going of like all the people in different phases of readjusting to being normal again and like how hard it is you have luke who never really had to go through it but all of his loved ones were gone and then moira who got out pretty early and she's really strong and then emily who like is really fucked up from it all like watching them all interact with each other was so interesting and then nothing and how does emily not have some sort of radiation I don't know. I thought they were like gonna hint at that when With she had that doctor. doctor's I know. appointment. I know and that's what nothing. I thought too. And then yeah, it's like oh no, you were out in the Badlands basically, and 
full of radiation where everyone's dying around you but no you're good now that would have yeah. been a really cool second doctor visit scene yeah. but they just eh, she's, maybe that's next season no fuck that and then so those stupid. crazy june's crazy eyes in the freaking hospital <laughs> what let's I'm find like, the picture of after uh, natalie gets shot by the guardian in the fishes and loaves and it like pans back to june and she's like smiling but like she looks like a fucking chicken run character yeah <laughs> i do feel bad for her walking mate because oh, she was Sally. just up. she was just trying to like survive mm-hmm. they all and are. Then, yeah. yeah and then like and you have your own way of surviving because no one no one can you can never know how you're going to react to that situation until you're in it and she was just trying to survive and like get by and like make it. And then June is like, mm, no bitch. Like we're doing it my way. And she's like, well, no, I'm trying to follow the rules. And like, I basically don't want to get beat anymore. Like I have it good. And then June's like, no, bye Felicia. Yeah. Like, yeah. But she was a gender traitor. I know. I don't, I don't fucking care. Yeah. It's, there was, I think the Lawrence's storyline was pretty tragic. Yeah. With oh how Eleanor God. dies. And that just... that was so fucked. Yeah, it was the Breaking Bad Jane uh, scene yeah. 2.0. Yeah. Just when but... I was watching that, I was like, you are so horrible. Like, you have become them. Yes. Yeah. Because, I... she... yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, please. No, I just, because his wife was, like, mentally ill, and she she really was trying to help June. Like she, in her own way, like she took her to see her daughter. They got in trouble. Like she was doing everything she could to help June. And she's a mentally ill person. And June just fucked her. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she all threw her against the wall. Yeah. All she because she just accidentally said the wrong thing. Yeah, exactly. And June lost her mind. I know. It would, that just was really sad to me. That was like when I was like, you know, June is just as bad as they are. And is that, because of who june is or is that because of the world they, that she lives yeah. in because of what they've made her be i guess yeah. like, so yeah. like yeah because i think it was the same episode or the previous episode when fred was talking to luke and he yeah. was like the june you knew doesn't exist anymore yeah. <laughs> and it's like he's very right yeah yeah but she's still a not good person she is becoming this not hero not not anti-hero because she's still doing the right thing yeah it's just she's she's straying about it the wrong way it's what janine said in the hospital she's just being selfish yeah yeah and she doesn't like that yeah janine is the best character i I know i know (laughs) god i just want to protect her (sighs) so i yeah i mean like that storyline was very interesting and i love the lauren storyline the scene when the waterfords like forced the ceremony on them was so heartbreaking to watch like the acting between lauren the lawrences was just so good mm-hmm. it's so sad you are the love of my life oh god did, <laughs> did you guys get the i got the impression that commander lawrence knew that june i i don't know because she always they knew that she always walked the food into her that was her thing she always like walked the tray in and fed um his wife and yeah. then the one night that she doesn't, mm-hmm. she ends up ODing and dying. And she, I don't know. I just felt like he kind of in. Well, he gave her a look. Yeah. That made me the, think. I that was going to say one of my favorite uh, shots is at the Eleanor funeral. When oh. June is walking up to uh, Commander Lawrence and she's wearing her black headmaid's gear. And she looks like fucking Palpatine. And there's just this <laughs> shot where she's like behind him looking like 
an evil Sith Lord about to approach your <laughs> Padawan. I'm yeah. like, oh, fuck, this is awesome. And then after that is when, like, the episode ends and, like, he's giving her this, like, really concerned Because it was right after eye. she was like, if I had just checked on her. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, yeah, he's why'd like, you say that? Yeah. So, I know. He's, he's not, like, he's not dumb. Normally, yeah. That's what I got from it, too. Yeah. Good points. Waterford's getting arrested. Yeah. Um, the Lawrences are great characters. But they're done now. I hope that Commander Lawrence isn't done. Like, I think he's a very crucial character. Um, Not after the children yeah. getting out. Because, like, how, yeah. how else could you blame that on someone else? Yeah, that's my thought. The process. opening shot of season four is him on the wall. Fuck. And aside, Yikes. I don't... What I don't understand but not is... June. Big oof. How did June not shoot that handmaid that was running away? Because she's a bitch. But oh, that's my Mar- point. Is like, she's yeah, a little pussy. Yeah. Yeah. She let Commander Lawrence's wife died, who had really, it seemed like, no part in how Gilead became. Like, she's just, like, in her own world because she's mentally ill. She let his wife die because yeah. she could have ruined the plan. But so could and Martha. I think, she, I think she didn't want to actually do the job herself. Yeah. Whereas with Eleanor, it was very passive. I just have to walk away. I just have to do nothing. With the Martha, she was like, I have to pull the trigger. And she couldn't. And I'm a little baby. I can't kill anybody. Are you (laughs) questioning the ability to kill someone? When she's already done it and she's trying to prove that she can? Yeah. She's not Emily. But it's true, though, because she really is a passive killer. Like, with mm-hmm. her the walking partner. Yeah, and with her walking partner, I mean, she set that whole thing up and, like, smirked and had that smile when she got shot. I mean, she tried to, like, she would squeeze the oxygen to the ET tube, like, when she was in the mm-hmm. hospital. Mm-hmm. Like, but... She tried to kill fucking yeah. Serena. Yeah. yeah. But it was, like, a half-assed. I'm like, really? You go, like... You sliced her arm. Yeah, I'm like, you could have waited till you, like, you could have given her a hug and just slit her throat. I mean. Yeah. I don't so know. she really is just a passive. And then with Lawrence's wife, she just kind of waited until she OD'd. And then she was like, oh, I'm just going to walk out. There were some satisfying moments. That's that's it. It wasn't a bad season by any means. There were a lot of, aside from the Elizabeth Moth. Moss. Elizabeth Moss. Moth. Elizabeth Moth. Moth. Oh, uh, get her off me. <laughs> uh like close-ups of her face there were some beautiful shots and a very interesting like camera angles like you could tell they use some drones especially with like the forest shots when they were running through the forest like th- those are very interesting but um yeah definitely a decline from season two i would say um, so i'm ready to rate it i don't know if you guys have anything else you really want to say about this season <laughs> i'm ready to rate it <laughs> I mean, are you, do you have something else you want to say? No. She forgot who Elizabeth Moss was. <laughs> <laughs> Why did, did you have to say that? Did you just like look over and you saw her Google Elizabeth Moss? No. Oh, she asked me, like, who's Elizabeth Moss? And I'm like, fucking A. Like, I'll look it up. It. It's fine. She's I like, was thinking she looked, it was like. She looked and she's like, oh. I was, no, because in my head I was thinking it was. <laughs> John Krasinski's wife. <laughs> no, and then I was thinking, oh, it's, I was thinking it was Emily in the show. I'm like, oh, it's Emily. And I'm thinking, oh, it's the girl from A Quiet Place. It's the same person. <laughs> John Krasinski's wife and the girl from A Quiet Place are the same person. Yes. I know, but yes, I thought true. Emily I thought Emily from The Handmaid's Tale was that person. No, that- Her name is Emily Blunt. Yeah, I know. Alexis That's- Bledel. Get it yeah. right. That's our yeah. little Rory. No, Rory Gilmore. Get the hell out of here. I don't know why Robert had to 
say that. Because it's more funny because he's not saying yeah. anything. Because he's Rob. Yeah. <laughs> under why. the bus you go. Under the bus. <laughs> come one, on, come bus. all. <laughs> mm. uh. Uh, are you ready, Britt? Do you have yeah. any other final? As this is your flagship, this is the reason we're watching this is because of you. Because the reason we're watching this is because I got bored one day and decided I wanted to cry. Yes. <laughs> so, are you ready to rate it? Sure. Okay, let me hear it. Six and a half, closer to seven, but six mm. and a half. Okay, so why? Six point eight. Six point five. Out of what? What's the scale? Out of ten, Mrs. Lawrence's. No, that's sad. Because she was such a... I cried. It was so sad. Out of 10, Belinda Carlisle songs. Out of 10, Elizabeth Moss's face. I'm trying to find the out fucking 10, chicken run picture. Out of 10, bottle episodes. Out of 10... Emily uh, Blunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, yeah, because I, I think season one I gave a nine. Season two I gave an eight. So yeah, I was thinking uh, before we even started recording, like, yeah, I'd probably give it like a seven. It's still a good show. There are still good moments. If you just cut out a lot of the fat, it'd be so much better. There's so, so much satisfying content. Just you have to. <laughs> that's why I'm glad I didn't go week by week. I waited for a build up. So yeah, yeah, seven out of ten is where I'm sitting. I'm sitting at like a six point three. I wanted to say six, but I gave it a point three for the chicken run picture. <laughs> <laughs> she did a great chicken run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite it's so Tales subreddit has great memes i just want to throw that out there i just don't go on reddit uh all right so we're ready to wrap up yeah rob are you ready i'm ready who won okay. chess T- game two i offered to draw oh you Why? did i did not see it i'm sorry it, it, sh- it just came up it's gonna take too long to finish this one we still have, we still have a couple moves left so three beer cody with chess is good four beer is no, no, no. Three better. Beer Cody. You got to do a rematch because it's he's no, no, no. better. <laughs> he's like focuses more. Okay. Three, yeah. three beer chest. Yeah. Well, I think. Okay. So in his defense, he's probably drinking his fourth beer slower than he drank his first three beers. Yes. And so Maybe. he's like he's coming back to sober Cody level. Yes. And he can get his shit together. Mm. I am not descending further because my tum tum is getting full, so I'm trying to drink slower. <laughs> you've you've now eaten about half a loaf of bread, so that sounds about Ooh. right. Thanks, Blue uh, Moon. You were born the same year I was. Oh, oh, arguably you're a better. You're a better. Ninety-five. I've aged oh, better. Oh, ninety-five. Oh my gosh. I feel I'm yeah. a little baby. Yeah. yeah. They're like they're like almost a decade younger. Oh my than us. gosh. Did you not know that, Madeline? I didn't. She forgets. She forgets. I'm not things. almost a decade. Woo. I'm older. Okay, so I got a real question. Why are my friends so fucking young? Because <laughs> you're, Cause a, you're a child. You yes. guys are. You guys are like seven years younger than me. Those, I mean, all my friends are older than me. All my intern friends mm. are like at least eight or nine years younger than me. To be fair, it's only because of Starbucks. Yeah, that it's is true. O- you only it's only because you worked with Brittany. If it wasn't for that, like we never would have crossed paths. So that is true. And all my colleagues are like at least ten years older, except for yeah. like two of them. Yeah, and I mean like working at retail Starbucks, like you're only going to work with people younger than you. So what am I doing with my life? I'm ready to yeah. end it. No. We can continue talking after the recording. Oh, okay, that's fine. I'm enjoying having conversations with not a dog. We got. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I want to talk to a real person for once. You don't want to talk to Pesto tonight? Where is he at? Oh, he's still staring at the wall. God damn this dog. 
Did you send the picture to Discord? Oh, not yet, but I will. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can end it. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's the episode, guys. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed our TV talk. Uh, next week, we will probably continue with Mindhunter. Uh, probably watch a couple more episodes, get a more broader picture of this season. Uh, maybe see a movie, because sure. I know uh, Scary Stories something something is out. So we might watch that. And maybe some more game updates. You mm. might get more into Minecraft after a brief hiatus we've had. Yeah. Um, we'll figure it out, but we will be back next week. Thanks for listening. Make sure you tell your dog. Show yeah. them Chloe. Show them Pesto. Show them. Give us pictures of your dog. I want more dog mascots. We went to the pet store today to get more toys and a new bed for Chloe. And her picture was up on the wall. Yeah. But they misspelled her name. And so it said Chol. Yeah. <laughs> so she's, she's our little Chol. Yeah. Um, so I would I would love to have that book for our podcast, just different pictures of dogs. Yeah. Um, tell your mom. Give us a mm. rating on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever. Go to Spotify. Make us your daily drive. And that's all I got to say. Bye. 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 She got in her bed. Oh. What a good girl. What a good pupperino.